Welcome to From Willingness to Wellness, a faith-infused podcast for the willing heart, mind, soul, and body. I am Debbie Robertson, Debbie with an I, also referred to as Coach Debbie. With a focus on health gained by weight loss, I desire to inspire and influence you to live a happier, healthier, more fulfilled life. Now on to today's chat. Did you read the title of this episode? Because I'm getting old. I know if you've listened to me at any time at all, you have probably questioned the title of this. Coach Debbie, what? Are you confessing to getting old? Well, no, I'm not. But I know a lot of people that do. I can guess that you probably know people. Maybe you've even said it yourself. Oh, you know, it's just a part of getting old. That I feel that in my hip because I'm getting old. Well, I want you to first of all stop saying that. Age has nothing to do with it. You do not have to grow old with aches and pains. You do want to grow old. Being old, aging, is a gift. If you are getting older, that means you're still here and you still have people to pour into, people who need you, people to love. So aging is a gift. It's a good thing. We want to live a long life. The Lord tells us that He gives us long life and shows us His salvation. So don't look at aging as a negative. Don't look at aging as getting old and having to have aches and pains or other issues that go along with it. That phrase needs to get out of your mouth. I've heard it from 40-year-olds. I've heard it from 50-year-olds. Of course, I'm in my upper 50s. I don't say it. I will never say that because I don't want to take claim to it. It doesn't matter if you're 60, 70, 80, even 90 or 100, you can grow old gracefully and healthily. You do not have to have aches and pains. So it doesn't have to be that way is the bottom line. I want you to watch your words. Proverbs 18.21 tells us, life and death are in the power of the tongue. What do you want to have? Do you want to have aches and pains? Do you want to grow old and what we consider feeling old? Well, then keep saying it. But if you don't, then the first thing you need to do is watch your words. Stop saying those things. Again, aging is a gift. You are still here. It doesn't mean as you get older, you have to break down. Your body has to break down. But you can enjoy the aging process not dread it or not be miserable. I'm going to share with you some common reasons people say this. Most of the people that I've ever heard say, oh, you know, I'm getting older. It's just part of aging. It's because of this, either aches and pains or maybe fatigue or lack of energy, weight gain. That gets a lot of blame on age. Wrinkles. Yes, our skin is changing. It is. There are chemical processes that are changing, but there are things we can do to help that too. And of course, again, aches and pains. Yes, I said it twice on purpose because that's the biggest one. These are not signs of aging. They could be other issues. And you need to stop and ask yourself, could my aches and pains... Could my fatigue, could my weight gain, could these things have anything to do with these signs of not enough water? If you're not getting enough water in your body, it can affect all those areas I just talked about. Having a poor diet. Maybe your hormones are out of balance. Maybe you need to 
have them checked and think of some things or find out, ask people, ask me some ways that you can get them back in balance in a healthy way. Not enough movement can bring about those issues. And poor gut health, again, that kind of goes back to your poor diet, but so much starts in our gut and we don't realize that we don't think about it. Now, here is what to do. I'm going to give you some tips of some things to think about, and I encourage you to try at least one of these, if not all of them, to see if it makes a difference. If you are guilty of saying that phrase that I said at the beginning or the title of this episode, I want you to think about these things seriously for your own self, your own body, and see if this could possibly be the reason why you're having some of those issues. The first one is water. Increase clean water intake. You need to have a minimum of half of your body weight in ounces of clean, fresh water, H2O, not just liquid. I'm not talking liquid. I'm talking water. Clean water, half your body weight in ounces every single day. Now, I have firsthand experience with telling people that and having them look me in the face and go, oh, I could never drink that much. Yes, you can. And if you want to get rid of the aches and pains and the wrinkles in the skin and those other issues, then you'll do it. It's not that much. You have to break it down and break it down this way. Here's a simple way to break it down. Take your weight, whatever it is. I'm going to use the example of 200 pounds. Half of that is what? Well, half of 200 in this case of my example is 100 ounces. So take your weight, whatever it is, divide it in half. That's how many ounces you need each day. But don't stop there. Most glasses, cups, bottles are 20 ounces. So if you break it down, divide that number by 20, what does it equal? In this case, in my example I'm giving, 100 ounces divided by 20 is 5 That's only five glasses of water a day, 20-ounce glasses or 20-ounce bottles. It's not that much. Do you see what I mean? You can do it. It doesn't matter if you weigh 350 pounds or 400 pounds. That's just 10 glasses a day. You can do that. Spread it out through the course of the day. Now, that is minimum amount that your body needs. Take into other considerations if you're in an environment where it's very humid or if you sweat a lot, if there's a heater going on that's pulling the the moisture out of the air, then you'll need more. So that's just a minimum number, but you don't need a whole lot more. You just need more than that. You need to have at least this. And I promise you that probably three quarters of you listening right now are not even getting your minimum amount. So just increase to your minimum amount and you'll be making progress. The second thing is a question. What are you consuming? Ask yourself, what am I consuming on a daily basis? I want you to do something I've talked about before. If you've been listening a while, you've heard me say it before. Bite it, write it. Anything that you bite, anything that you eat, no matter if it's just a little nibble of something or if it's a big meal, whatever it is, I want you to write it down. If you bite it, write it. Do that for a couple of days and just, you don't have to track calories. You don't have to do anything else at this point. You just want to write down what you're consuming. It brings about awareness of what's actually going in your body. Oftentimes we graze or we go and get a bite of something and not even think about it. And whatever that is, 
you need to know what are you consuming. There are certain foods, and I don't. I hesitate to call them foods because to me, true food is fuel. It fuels your body. It's nutritious. But there are certain types of foods that are so bad for our bodies. Sugar is a prime example. Sugar feeds illnesses. It feeds diseases. It feeds cancer. It brings about inflammation. And the majority of the illnesses, the chronic diseases that are going on right now in America are stemmed from inflammation. Sugar feeds inflammation. It provides an unhealthy gut. You need to instead eat foods that are loaded with nutrients, vegetables, and fruits. Don't look at eliminating as a deprivation. It's not. You're just making substitutions. Find things in place of. Fruit sugar, the body process is totally different. So fruit is okay in moderation. You don't want to just make a a diet of nothing but fruit all day. You need other foods to provide other nutrients. But I would suggest if you bite it, ride it. Say it with me. If I bite it, I ride it (laughs) to bring about that awareness. Think about what you're consuming. The third, how is your sleep? You need to have on average seven to nine hours of sleep per night. And that can vary for you for what you need exactly. For me, if I go over eight hours, that's almost too much sleep for my body but I need at least seven hours. So seven to nine is the average that we need as a general whole of sleep per night. Only you can make it happen. You may say, you know, I have such a hard time going to sleep or I have a hard time sleeping or staying asleep. I understand there are a lot of factors that go into that. Stress is the big one. But some of these other things that I'm talking about can also affect your sleep. If you're not getting enough water, if you're not hydrated, if you're consuming the wrong foods, cut off your eating three to four hours before bedtime. That can make a big difference. Sip on some herbal teas that are known to have calming effects for your body. Turn off the electronics. Get rid of the blue light before bed, 30 minutes at least. Give yourself a warm bath. Relax. Do some exercise. All of these things can help your sleep, and you need to have good sleep. That will, in turn, take away some of these issues that we've blamed on aging. The fourth thing to consider are your hormones. Where are you in your stage of life? Are you premenopausal, perimenopausal? Are you menopausal? Are you postmenopausal? Where are your hormones in balance with your body. Now, I will say the things I've already mentioned, water, what you're consuming, and sleep can affect your hormones. As a matter of fact, sleep produces hormones that our bodies need. And if you're not getting the proper sleep, it can cause your hormones to be out of balance. Maybe you need to go and have your hormones checked Oftentimes, it's just a little tweak of something here or there, a natural supplement that's a good source. Let me throw that out there because not all supplements are created equal. Maybe that's all it needs to get your hormones back in alignment. And last but not least for today anyway is exercise. You need to begin somewhere. If you are not moving on a regular basis, you need to begin somewhere. Even if you just start with 10 minutes a day, and do that every day. 30 minutes 
five times a week, an hour, four times a week, whatever. You do need to have a day of rest if you're doing, you don't want to go overboard with exercise. You don't want to be exercising for three or four hours a day and do that seven days a week. But you need to move. If you're not doing any kind of movement, even simple walks, a 10-minute walk will get your heart rate going. It'll get things flowing in your body. It'll help produce the hormones that are needed, get those endorphins flowing. All of those things, not only is it good for your joints, you're getting the water, water supplies, padding to your joints, you're walking now, you're sweating, you're going to be taking in more water, you're going to feel better. I can say that typically aches and pains will decrease with lifestyle changes. All of these issues that we talked about that are reasons why people say, well, I'm just getting old, can be reversed And at the very minimum, decrease with lifestyle changes. But who can do that for you? I can't. I can give you these tips, but I can't do it for you. Only you can do that. I want you to also consider if you have aches and pains that have suddenly appeared, and by suddenly I mean within the last few months, typically that has something to do with a lifestyle that can be reversed with these changes I've mentioned. So to end today, I want to leave you with these scriptures to remind you that God's will is divine health for you. He wants you to live a long life. Ruth 4.15 says, He will renew your life and sustain you in old age. Isn't that good news? This is a promise from the Word of God. He will renew your life and sustain you in old age. Psalm 91.16, with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's the Lord talking there. And then Deuteronomy 34.7 says, Moses was 120 years old when he died, yet his eyesight was clear and he was strong as ever. That can be you too. That is going to be me. I've been claiming for a long time I'm going to live to be 120 And I don't want to just live to 120. I want to live it strong as ever. And that's one of the main reasons why I have decided to change my lifestyle, my complete and total lifestyle. Also, I am beginning in May a new group of Health Gain by Weight Loss Wellness Warriors I'm going to be working with limited number. I'm going to be teaching you different things about food and exercise, nutrients, shopping, how to read labels. But in addition to that, it's also a Bible study where we address the heart, the issues that start inside first to making lifestyle changes that will last. If you're interested, just go to the website, check out at forthewilling.com. There's information there. You'll be able to follow the links to get the info that you need. Send me a message. I'm offering a discount for anyone who listens to this podcast and decides to sign up for the course. Just make mention that you heard it on this podcast, and I'll be sure to get that to you. I love you, friends. Thank you so much for listening. Please, 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 I can't say it and ask it enough. Stop saying that you're just getting old and start making these changes. And you know what? I know you can do it. Why? Because you can do anything if you are willing. Thank you for listening to today's message. My hope is that you will take what you've heard and apply it to your own life. 
It begins with the willingness to take action towards positive change and transformation. But I'm here to tell you, you can do anything if you are willing. Be sure to subscribe and listen to From Willingness to Wellness for future inspiring as well as practical messages. For more information and to receive your free gift from me by subscribing to my newsletter, visit my website at forthewilling.com. That's the number four, thewilling.com.